Thank you for tuning in to another episode of our Prayers Breathing Podcast. My name is LaToya, and today we're talking about living ready for Jesus to return. I know many of us may have grown up hearing that Jesus is coming back, back in the 80s, 90s, and guess what? He's still coming back. He's still coming back, even though it may seem cliche, even though we may have heard that all of our lives, we know that Jesus is coming back. And so I want to talk to you today about living ready for the return of Jesus Christ. I often think about that childhood game of hide and seek, and then you hide, you have some time to hide, and then you hear ready or not, here I come. And I think that when Jesus returns, it's going to be a ready or not, here I come. And so we want to be ready when he comes. So let's talk about how to be ready because none of us are perfect. We fall short every day. But the first thing I want to talk about is living a repented lifestyle. So let's jump into Revelations 3 verse 19 says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, therefore be zealous and repent. Verse 20, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. The beautiful part about this passage to me is the fact that love involves correction and correction is a part of the love of God. So the Bible tells us in so many different ways that in the last days, you know, people will kind of do what's right in their own eyes. And so many people will turn away from God. There'll be a great falling away. And part of that is because I believe, this is my opinion, that people will refuse the correction of the Lord. Even in the days of Noah, the people were warned of their sin. They were warned that judgment was coming and they refused to repent. So the first thing that you have to understand is that when God is bringing correction to you, it's because he loves you just like a good father, just like a good parent, whomever the Lord loves, he corrects. And so that's why we have to be in a place where we're able to receive the correction from God. We're able to receive what God is saying from a place of love so that we can live a repentant lifestyle. We can be zealous and repent. I don't know about you, but there's been so many times in my life where God has had to correct me. And when he corrected me, I felt love and a sense that God loved me enough to tell me when I was doing something wrong. And love has to have truth in there. So you don't want to just have people around you that's always going to tell you what you want to hear. The Bible also talks about itching ears that people will just itch to hear what they want to hear. And so when you really seek and search after God, you don't just look for things that you want to hear, but God will speak to your heart and correct you and show you certain things. And it's a beautiful process because you know that God loves you and you know that when you love somebody, you don't want to see them going down the wrong path. You want to correct them. You want to show them the way. David had a great understanding of the love of God. He had so much confidence in the Lord that he began to pray for, he began to pray for God to correct him. And we see that in Psalms 139 verse 23, he says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me 
and know my anxieties and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So when we have understanding of God, we can ask God, search me, try me, try my heart, lead me in the way everlasting. So how do you live ready? You live a repentant life. You walk with the Lord. You ask God to show you, to direct you, to correct you because you know that he loves you. All right. The next thing I want to talk about is this parable of the 10 virgins. And many of us are familiar with the story, but if not, I'm going to jump in and read it to you because this is a story that represents staying ready and being ready. And so verse chapter 25 says, then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now, five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. So it may seem, let me just pause and say, it may seem like Jesus is not coming. It may seem like he's delayed. But if you know, like I know, we know that God is right on time. And even though the Bible says that no man knows the day, no man knows the hour, we know for a fact that Jesus is returning. We just do not know when. So we have to stay ready. Amen. All right. And then verse six says, and at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil for your lamps are going out for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, no, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding and the door was shut. After the other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, surely I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know, neither the day nor the hour in which the son of man is coming. Listen, this is so powerful. And this is so good because in God, we have to stay ready. And one thing that's impressed upon my heart as I'm reading this parable is the fact that it's not necessarily about how you start, but about how you finish. And that's why it breaks my heart to see people turn away from God. Because when we start out, sometimes we love God and then slowly you can drift away. But in this parable, there were virgins that they started out with oil. And as, as the bridegroom delayed, they did not stay ready. They ran out of oil. And in these last days, it's not necessarily about how you start, but how you finish. There's another verse that says that he that endures till the end shall be saved. So whether you're listening today and you have not been walking with God, you have time to accept Jesus Christ into your heart today and to live for him. Maybe you've been backslidden. Maybe you know you're not doing right. If there's breath in your body, you have time to get that oil and to be prepared for when Jesus comes. Amen. Hallelujah. So our second point there is to stay prepared. If you're living a repentant life, what I love about these uh, 10 versions is they all got tired. They all slumbered. They all slept. But at the same time, even in being tired, even in being weary, even if it seems like you're the only one that's pressing, know that Jesus is returning and nothing that you do 
for God is in vain. Nothing that you do for the Lord is in vain. I'll say that a third time. Nothing that you do for God is in vain. You have to keep pressing. You have to keep pushing. You have to know that there is an end goal. And even if something is delayed, it does not mean that it's denied. So even if there's some delay in waiting on the promises of God, even if there's delay in in things that you want to see happen, know that God is true and he's going to fulfill his word in every area of your life. Last point in living ready. Do not conform to the world. And I know that's also something that may sound so cliche, but just because everyone else may run out of oil or people are turning away from God, that does not mean that you have to turn away from God. You can stay steadfast in the Lord and continuing to hold on to everything that God has put in your heart to do because sometimes it will seem foolish. Sometimes it's very hard when you're trying to love others, forgive people, walk right, press after God, pray, you know, do all these things. And none of us get it right and none of us are perfect, but there are those of us that are pressing after God and you're seeking to not conform to this world. And one thing that God put on my heart about the world in general is that none of us would really, if you're a business person, a business man or woman, um, none of us really would invest in something that we know is passing away, right? So if you have something, you want to make a long-term investment in it. And the Bible tells us that the world is passing away. The world is not going to be here forever. First John chapter two, verse 15 says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. Now, God, normally when he tells us something, he sometimes will tell us why. So verse 16 tells us why we should not love the world. It says, for all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father, but is of the world. And verse 17, and the world is passing away and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. So you can make a short-term investment in the things of this world and just live however you want to live, or you can live according to the word, according to the will of God and abide forever. And so we're living to live again. We believe that we're living, but we're going to see Jesus. We're going to be in glory and in heaven. And that's a part of the Christian faith. So how do you stay ready? Keep a pure heart. If that means forgiving people 70 times a day, um, pressing after what pleases God, having faith, being obedient, believing, and mainly getting back up because Proverbs 24 verse 16, it says for a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. One thing that I find very interesting in the Bible is that you have a man like David who fell so many times, but God said that he was a man after his own heart. And I believe the key to David is that he kept getting back up and he truly loved God and he was quick to repent 
Unlike Saul, Saul fell and he blamed people and he had all these excuses and all these reasons why he disobeyed the Lord. But David, when he repented, when he was made aware of his sin, he was zealous to repent. So every day we have to pray and just stay close to God and focus on Jesus and know that he's coming and we have to prepare for his return and do whatever it takes to stay in a place that is pleasing to God. And that means not holding on to your past, not holding on to certain people that will try to hold you down, not holding on to bitterness and unforgiveness and sin and being stuck, but holding on to Jesus, holding on to his promise holding on to his word and seeking his face. And so I just want to encourage you that as we prepare the way of the Lord, that you would be strengthened in your spirit and your heart and your soul and your mind, that you would know the love of God. And I want to just say a prayer with you as we pray and close out this episode. God, I thank you that you are good and your mercy endures forever. I pray God that you would just continue the work that you have begun in our lives and that, Lord, we will keep our eyes stayed on you, even in the midst of a wicked generation. God, you spared Noah. You kept Noah, oh God, because he walked with you. And I pray that we will walk with you in these days and in these times, and that, Lord, we will not get distracted, but we will keep our eyes stayed on you, that, Lord, you will create in us a clean heart that we may seek your face. God, I thank you, Lord, that you are returning soon, that you're coming back, oh God, and we want our hearts to be ready, our hearts to be prepared. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you that you are with us. You are very present help in a time of trouble and that whatever we need, God, we can cling to you because you are the author and the finisher of our faith and everything that you begin, God, you will finish. And so we thank you, Lord, that the race is not given to the swift, but to him that endures to the end. And I thank you that it's not just about how we start, but how we finish, that we will run this race that is set before us by your grace and by your spirit. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at prayer is breathing. Also, you can catch us on Facebook at Prayer is Breathing as well. If you would like any prayer gear, I want to invite you to follow us at Awake Christian Clothing. That's A-W-A-K-E Christian Clothing. You can also check us out at AwakeChristianClothing.com. I pray you have a blessed and victorious week. Thanks again for tuning in. Till next time. God bless.